0: Another one of our resolutions is to try and find magnetic monopoles. And here we have Dr. Alan Chodos. Dr. Chodos is a former Yale University professor, and he is now the associate director of the American Physical Society. So, Alan, can you explain to us what? magnetic monopoles are and why we want to find them well everybody knows what electric charges are and a magnetic monopole is just the magnetic counterpart of an electric charge so it's a an object that has magnetic charge instead of electric charge one of the interesting aspects of a magnetic monopole is that because of quantum mechanics the charge on a magnetic monopole can't take just any value but it has to the product of An electric charge and a magnetic charge has to be, so to speak, quantized, which means uh, it takes on discrete integral values. And that means that if there is even one magnetic monopole in the entire universe, therefore electric charge has to be quantized. And that's what we do see in nature. You never see fractional charges in nature. And that would be explained if there was just one magnetic monopole somewhere doing its thing. So, from that point of view, it would be very interesting to find a magnetic monopole. Another reason is because some of the most sophisticated theories that people construct uh, that are candidate theories of everything predict the existence of magnetic monopoles. But if we did find them and if we were able to study their properties, we would get a lot of information about what the theory of everything uh, could possibly look like. So that's another good reason to start looking for them. So your resolution may, may or may not be realized in the near future, even if the LHC uh, is operating at full capacity in the coming year. It's, it's an interesting subject. The scenario would be that in the very early universe, when things were extremely hot and extremely dense, there was a lot of energy around and a lot of magnetic monopoles would have been created. But as the universe expands, the density of these things gets diluted out. And so, especially because we believe there was in the very early universe there was a period of so-called inflation when the expansion was was extremely rapid exponentially rapid and so all the magnetic monopoles that were produced get very dilute. And so there might be one or two floating around in the solar system, let's say, and finding one or two of these uh, rare objects, you know, you'd have to be extremely lucky. Now, there's a there was an incident that happened on Valentine's Day a couple of decades ago in the lab of a well-known physicist at Stanford. Uh, he had a very sensitive device called a squid, which can detect Uh, magnetic fields at a very uh, high level of sensitivity, and they left this thing running, and uh, nobody was in the lab on Valentine's Day. I guess they take Valentine's Day seriously out there, and but when they came back the next day and they looked at the readout on the data from the data from the squid, they saw that something with the exact right charge to be a magnetic monopole had passed through sometime during the the day and there was a lot of excitement about that. And unfortunately that is and that turned out to be an irreproducible result. So they may have found the one monopole that exists in the solar system, but it's not really a scientific discovery unless you can replicate it unless so they've spent a lot of time looking for another one never happened and so it's still not clear whether that event really was a magnetic monopole or whether it was you know somebody hitting the thing with a screwdriver or or, or who knows what so uh you know finding mag- a better way to find them would be to make them in an accelerator and then you you can you have control you can you don't have to wait for them to wander in from the universe So uh, stay tuned on magnetic monopoles. That sounds great, but maybe hopefully this Valentine's Day we'll see another one. Exactly, yes. Maybe there's something about Valentine's Day that that attracts magnetic monopoles. That's all for today. Thanks for listening to the Physics Buzz podcast. You can find more podcasts and other physics material at physicscentral.com.